Christmas, Merry Christmas, one and all. I can't believe, I can't believe it's Christmas Eve already. I, 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 yeah, I, I think December's just flown in. If it was like, I, 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 I cannot get my head around how it is Christmas. Like, it's just mind-boggling. It doesn't feel like that long since Christmas last year. It really, well, like, last Christmas last year, I don't remember it because I got absolutely steaming. Is that, right, okay, so it's a bit of a detail right off the bat, right? Is this uh, the, when you head up, you, up the table story? Yes, yes, it is, yes. Right, yes, 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 yes. Uh, yeah. well, Do you I'll, want to share? Ah, uh, no, probably not, probably not. Probably might want to. Probably best to slide under the rug, as it were. Um, under the table. Never, you under the table and never speak about it again. <laughs> uh, welcome back to uh, our, our Christmas special of From the Top Podcast. Woo, number 10. Woo. Yeah, and we are your hosts. My name is Craig Barkley. And, and this is Oh, I right and cut you off there. <laughs> you we're, all in the, uh, we're all in the Christmas mood. We're all we're all about listening. And this is our final episode of the year. It's our final our, episode of the year, uh, and it's quite fitting with a nice Christmas special. So. It is. I love the Christmas special. We've got the yep. Hawkeye review to talk about. Ooh. We've got a little special topic to talk about. Oh, and I know. This, but Let's, let's roll it back a wee bit. Craig, have you been busy this week at all? Have you been up to anything? Uh, Interesting? I don't know what you're talking about, Richard. All right, okay, let's move on then. Right, so basically, <laughs> Hawkeye. <laughs> uh, yes, I have. So, uh, a little short film that I did um, over the course of this year called The Cliff has just came out today. Um, if you guys want to check it out, I will, I will put a, uh, a link to it in the, in the... No, well, there's no point in putting a link to it in the episode description. So what I'll do is, obviously, I'll, I'll tell at the end, say about our, our social media, like Instagram, and then I'll, I'll, if you go to Instagram, we'll put the link in my bio on Instagram, um, yeah, and then you can all find funny. it there. Oh yeah, did you? What did you think of it? Actually, it was I a live it. review, I, I, right? I, I, right I, I, right a live yeah. review. I thought I thought it was very good. I thought it was really funny. Um, Are you just saying that because? No, no, because no, I'm not you? at all. Not at all. I, I would. You say it to behind, behind I, my back. I would be very honest. I thought. I thought the um, it's, uh, there's a little, there's a bit of a, a little bit of a, a raunchy scene in it as well. I was like, oh, where, where's this going? What, what oh, is that a leg? Well, that's a pair <laughs> of knickers. Hey, spoilers, by the way. <laughs> um, oh, <yeah. laughs> um, I thought it was really funny. Um, and I thought your Irish accent was pretty, pretty deep. Oh, Craig plays an Irishman in it, by the way. Yeah, um, yeah. Patrick, I isn't know. it? Patrick. Patrick, that is my name. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I, yeah thought, I thought it was really funny. Uh, I thought the dad as well. Um. Can't remember oh, the person's name. Uh, Andrew's dad. Yeah, Andrew's yeah. dad. Yeah, not our special special guest. He, he dad. The, dad, the dad reminded me of you. Well, I was going to say that. It's kind of like that. That conversation that they had on the phone was kind of similar to how like me and my dad talk, but just about <laughs> microwaves instead of like hugging. <laughs> and mothers, obviously. <laughs> and mothers. Um, Bring it back, yes. mothers. Well, thank you, thank you for the very kind words, Richard. Um, You're very welcome. And uh, and yeah, so it just came out today. I'm pretty excited about it, to be honest, and um, it's on YouTube for all your uh, viewing pleasure. So, like I said, I'll, I'll link that in my Instagram bio, and I think maybe I'll put something about on the the podcast Instagram yeah, you about should. it. Yeah. You know, yeah, um, and then um, so yeah, so uh, if you like to watch you guys, which I would very much appreciate, and I'm sure everyone involved would as well, uh, then go ahead and we thank you for that. But that that is um, that is only one of the most exciting endeavors. I was on this week, Richard. Do you know why? Oh, why? Because oh. some we fresh watched, news. 
the oh, second right. half. Well, not this week alone, but we watched Hawkeye. The season two, pan- yeah. season two, season two, season two. Oh my God, oh, you're oh, skipping oh, right, right ahead. ahead of it, way ahead in the future. Can I um, in there with Kevin Feige? He's like, I, I know what's going to happen, guys. I'm already on Spider-Man 7. <laughs> it gets dark. It gets real, real, real <laughs> dark. Um, yeah, so we watched the second half. Okay. We did. Second half of the season over the last couple of weeks, but we watched yes. the finale this week. We did. Um, two days ago. Two, two days ago. ago. Two days ago, yes. Speaking of, speaking of Spider-Man, just to kind of like get off, off topic a little bit, has uh, your opinion on it changed somewhat after a week after um, this came out? Well, I saw it again yesterday. Again, um, for the fourth time. For the fourth time. Uh, and I still absolutely loved it. I still, hmm. I, I don't think it's a perfect movie. I think yeah. there's quite a few flaws with it, but speaking, and I hate talking about it, but speaking as like a fan, I, I kind of let the nostalgia just wash over me, and I just love it. And maybe it'll be different when I watch it like a year, a year into, like two years down the line, and I'm watching it by myself in the house. But right now, watching it in the cinema with a bunch of other Spider-Man fans, it's just, it's a, it's a, it's a wonderful feeling. Like I genuinely do love it. Yeah, like I love it so much. No, the only reason I I, I kind of feel the same way, where I'm like. It, is it going to be one of these films where you watch it at the time and it's amazing and then you watch it a little bit later on and it's like when, once the nostalgia factor and stuff is worn off, it's not actually as good as it is now? Yeah. You know? I, I, like, I, 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 don't, I don't think it's the best Spider-Man movie by, by far. I don't think it's the best one. I think, I think I, it... I, I still think Into the Spider-Verse is the best Spider-Man Oh, yeah, thing. I still think Into the Spider-Verse is, um, uh, is much superior. Um, yeah. I think just in terms of, like, just in terms of everything that film really does, it's really, it really is groundbreaking. Like, yeah. the animation alone is incredible. Um, yeah. But I, I, this, this comes a close second for me. Hmm. Um, oh. But maybe it will change, because I used to love the Raimi films, and I watched them a couple of weeks ago, and, like I said in the podcast, hmm. not that great. <laughs> Yeah, it didn't age very well, yeah. yeah. Um, but no, I just kind of wanted to ask you that because I was, I was curious about it a week after, after our, yeah. um, after, well, a week, yeah, a week after it came out and stuff like that, just kind of like, and also, you, almost, pretty it? much almost um, a week since we saw it. No, no, oh yeah, so I'm sorry, we saw it, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. Um, have you seen it since we saw it? No. No. Oh, I, no. I have seen um, Clifford the Big Red Dog. Have you? Well, should we do a yeah. Clifford the Big Red Dog review? A little a Christmas surprise, a, a little stocking filler. A little stocking filler. Uh, it's sorry. Okay. <laughs> I mean, um, it's it's pretty. It has a lot of kind of. I can't believe you're asking me to review coffee. It's um. It I don't. It it definitely is like. It, you you kind of have to turn your brain off mm-hmm. to enjoy it. It's a lot of like. It, it feels very much like a kids TV movie. Oh, I mean, no, no, I wasn't expecting, like, you know, <laughs> you know, the Clifford from, the, the, you know, are they going to bring back the other Cliffords? You know, oh, the multiverse yeah. Cliffords? But no, it was, uh, yeah, I mean, I took my little brother along, um, um, and, yeah, well, it, it's like, uh, it, yeah, it's pretty boring. I mean, for kids, kids are going to love it, obviously, it's, I'm not yeah. the target audience, but, um, sure yeah. And then, well, <laughs> like, we have to get Kagan. We have to get him in. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, fine. If you want a cool, fun Christmas film, then yeah, go ahead. I'd say probably go and see Spider Man. If I'm being honest, 
yeah, um, well, yeah, that, yeah, I mean, I'm not going to kind of, you know, every, everyone was dying to see Spider-Man, but everyone was really dying to see mm, Clifford the, the Big Red Dog. Clifford the Big Red Dog. Um, but, yeah, anyway, I'll wait away from that tangent. Uh, Hawkeye. Hawkeye. What did you think? Uh, like, overall, or just at, uh, on the final? I think we should just do, like, a review of, like, the whole second half of the season. Um, I think, overall... I really loved it. I think. Oh, I by really the way, spoilers, really... spoilers, Spoil- spoilers, spoilers, yeah, spoilers, like, yeah, spoilers, yeah. spoilers, spoilers. Um, just always assumed that we're just going to spoil everything because most of the yeah. time we always forget to introduce ourselves. You know, so, you're spoiling your pants when we're around. Alrighty, oh, enough of that. You are Mr. Barkley. Not on the cuff <laughs> anymore. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I really, I really loved it. I thought, it, I thought it was really fun and fresh mm-hmm. and. I really like the characters like uh, Clint Barton and um, Kate, not Kate Stewart. Kate Bishop. Uh, Kate Bishop. I, I like their dynamic together and I like that partnership and I like how that friendship and uh, grows over the series and how the, the, well, he more so him comes to respect her and we see her stand alone and we see her learn from her mistakes and mm-hmm. I, I, I thought it was really fun and I thought there were some funny twists um, yeah. with like Jack especially like I loved having the last episode. I thought it was really good, really funny. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I, I love the bros, the tracksuit bros. The yeah, yeah. I think that they're they're really funny. And I think they... I, well, for me, I, I could see it maybe going the other way, but for me, they never tipped the edge of being too stupid. Too Yeah, too cheesy or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it was kind of just like the right amount of like, oh, bro, oh, bro, 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 oh, thanks, bro. That advice really worked. Um, and I, I loved um, Yelena 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 Belova yeah I thought I thought what Florence Pugh was amazing I thought she was oh so yeah good. she's incredible she's just got such she's, she's just got a great like energy about her on screen like she, screen screen she's so good to watch she's just kind of like oh and, and her, her friendship with Kate as well is so good like yeah they, they do have great chemistry together um, I think I think I was thinking uh, as well when I thought when I was watching it I was like I think the, the reason that um, Florence Pugh I mean apart from being a really good actress right mm-hmm. the thing about her her Yelena which is so good is that mm-hmm. she toes the line really well and what I mean by that is she like you can tell that she could kill you yeah. but she kind of just like enjoys being like this light hearted person yeah. but you can see underneath that she's like she's like lethal yeah or you know? she has lethal like she, yeah, she yeah. gives Hawkeye a run for his money do you know what I mean like she's that yeah. good she doesn't um, really hard about that big stick. She does. She has some a good couple of times that big stick. I'm surprised that man has not lost all of his hearing. Like, oh, what the <laughs> hell? Uh, but speaking, uh, I guess we're mostly talking about the thing. But I, I really love that scene with Hawkeye and um, Yelena. Yelena, yeah, yeah. When they're on the ice and stuff, and he he does the whistle, and I thought that was so well done. Yeah. Um, and I was like, I felt, yeah, I thought that that's so really good. what I was looking forward to. Yeah. You know. Because it was teased all the way back at the end credits of um, Black Widow, and Black you know, Widow, yeah. and now it's like, oh, okay, that was going to happen now, and it's kind of like, don't get, do you know what? I'm I'm quite happy that they resolved that storyline very quickly. Yeah, within, same. Like, the same year, like same. they kind of like neatly tied it off because I'm like, oh, I see that was like lingering the whole time. It's just like, oh my god. Oh, yeah, like, I was a bit worried that they were going to drag it out, um, and I really didn't want to see that because. I feel like it could so easily be explained uh, why she's dead and why he's not at fault here. Yeah, um, yeah. 
and I feel like they did drag it out just a, a, a wee bit when he when he's like, oh, you wouldn't believe me, and I'm like, which is bro, which is so silly. Seen this universe just say this big purple guy wants this orange stone, and to get the orange stone, one of you had to die, and she chose to die, and you try to solve but it. That's all you have to also, say. Also, they, mm-hmm. they, they New York got invaded by aliens. Yeah, like just, you know. Yeah, so there's little bits like that. I'm just like, oh come on, this is we're just like padding for time here. Yeah. Um, what did you think of? Because you've watched Daredevil, haven't you? Yes, I have watched it. Yes. Oh yeah. Um, what did you think of the King Pin? <laughs> you you tried really hard not to say King. Yeah, King. I really did. I really had to slow <laughs> myself down. I was like the King. Oh, were you watching? Were you watching it? We came on screen. You're like, oh, the, the King The King Pin. My dad's like, shut up. That's not who that is. <laughs> what are you saying? What did you think? It was so much better than Daredevil. Yeah, I, I, like, I know, I know. I, I was getting that vibe as well, to be honest. I've seen a lot of people complain online about I know, um, right, that the Hawaiian shirt is a comics accurate look. Yeah. But he just looks ridiculous. Like, I know, he, do, he, he really I, does. He's got a little red hat that matches. He rips the door off and it, he like rocks up and you're like, oh my god, really? Yeah. Like, what? And also... Like, he's all—he's pretty much invincible. Yeah. Like, well, I—I I think that's what they're going for, like a more comic accurate. That's just big fucking hulking of a man who's just do unstoppable. You, do you think that works? I think because, it works in the Marvel Cinematic Universe, but, but not I don't think in it the would work Daredevil, in the Daredevil one. Universe. But this is the thing—they're trying to like bring it over, and I'm wondering whether, like, because when I was watching him, I was like, oh, uh-huh. okay. Like, he's kind of like this comics accurate kind of guy now, or character now. Okay, fair enough. Yeah. But then I think about it, I'm like, this is the guy who literally, like, killed someone in the first series of Daredevil by slamming his head in a door. Yeah. And, like, well, well, pretty much almost murdered Matt Murdock yeah. and stuff like that. And you just I think, think that's the thing as well that people need to remember is this is Disney now. Yeah. They can't do stuff like that. Um, I know, but I, I think that was part of it, what made him so menacing. Yeah. Um, you know? Because I, I was reading an interview with um, Vincent D'Onofrio, is that his name? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and he was like, oh, uh, as far as like speaking about uh, Kingpin, and <laughs> I, I'm just doing it, I don't, I don't care. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, and whether or not this was the same Kingpin, I'm going to see how long I can get it. Uh, 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 as he's like, well, as far as I'm, there's, there's no, like, concrete answer as to whether or not it is the same or if it isn't, but as far as I'm aware, the the stuff we see in Daredevil is the same sort of uh, story, so that, something like that, similar, like, something similar to that has happened to this version of Kingpin. It might not be exactly the same as we saw in Daredevil, but it's, yeah. it's, it's basically, they're basically doing what they did in Logan, where they're like, oh, they picked up the comics and he's like, oh, some of this stuff happened, some of it didn't. That's it. Yeah. That's well, this, is the thing, this is a weird thing because in the third season of Daredevil, mm-hmm. at the end of it, Kingpin loses, I think, and goes to prison. I'm uh, pretty sure. I've not, not seen it. I've, it's I've been so long since I saw it. I'm pretty sure Daredevil like, beats him up, more or less, right? Mm-hmm. Because he gets really mansion, angry. I've seen the clip of the mansion because I only watched Daredevil season one and two. I just I fell off it. I thought, yeah, I, I just couldn't be bothered watching it. Um, but I just think we've just seen Daredevil briefly in No Way Home, right? But I'm like, how can he? But it's it's alluded in this that the Kingpin is still like the, the the criminal 
kingpin, obviously, of New York. Well, right? he always comes back and goes away because doesn't he go? He goes to prison at the end of season one as well, doesn't he? And he comes back. Uh, at season. Yeah, he does. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, so like, he could just have came back, and then maybe he came back when the blip happened, and he built his empire up again from scratch. I wonder whether, because I'm wondering, because Daredevil, right? Mm-hmm. Nothing happened in that show. Any of the Netflix shows really that are going to have a massive impact on um, the MCU at large, right? Mm-hmm. I wonder whether it might make more sense to soft reboot all the characters. I think because, they will. I think that's what they're because, going to go for. And, and go that that was like an offshoot, like parallel universe. Yeah. Because they could still have the Avengers and stuff, but what mm. I mean is, like, if they're going to... I don't... Because Jessica Jones is, and Daredevil... Daredevil's brutal. Yeah. Like, yeah, you know? Yeah. The Punisher like, as well. Never watched the Punisher. The Punisher's really brutal. Yeah. Um, Jessica Jones, like, all this stuff like that, you know, is, like, crazy, right? People's necks get snapped and all that, right? Yeah. But it's like... How can you put them into the MCU? You just can't. Like, it just doesn't work. So I'm thinking, like, either they do the show on, like, they do an like a Disney Plus version of the show, but make it R-rated. But then how do they cross over with one another? Or you just make them, like, alternate universe versions of the characters. Yeah, I think they're going to go more that route. I don't even think they'll even acknowledge it, to be honest. And I don't think we'll see all the characters back again. I think we'll just see Daredevil and Kingpin. Um, yeah, yeah. I don't I think we'll see that. like Foggy Nelson or Karen or Jessica Jones or Luke Cage or Iron Fist. And honestly, I really couldn't care less if we don't see them again. Because <laughs> <laughs> I, thought, I thought season one was great. I thought season two had its moments. Apart from that, I think everything else Netflix related was a, a complete write-off. I thought it was all trash. I remember I watched the first two episodes of Luke Cage. And I was like, this is alright. Yeah. But it's a bit boring. Mm-hmm. And also Jessica Jones was quite good, but I fell off I watched some of the third season but then I fell off that. Because Iron Fist had about, two seasons. Um, mm. Yeah, Iron Fist got two seasons. Um, because is it in Luke Cage that Marshall Ali is that his name, Marshall Ali appears as a character? Marshall Ali, yeah. Aye, and he's he's also in the MC now as a different character, so he played, yeah. yeah. Um I can't remember what he was what he was called in that, but I th- yeah, I, I get it. I think Overall, I mean, we're talking about my thoughts, right, about the whole thing, right, uh, in general. That I'm kind of underwhelmed by Hawkeye, if I'm being honest. No, like, fair enough. I've heard that. I've seen people say that, and I totally, I totally get that. Because there isn't, like, this, like... Because really, this doesn't really affect the wider universe, like, at all, apart from, you know, Hawkeye stuff. Um, and I mean, that's a lot... Part of the reason why I like it. It does a lot to bring in, like, some characters, right? Mm-hmm. Um, like obviously Kate and Kingpin and Yelena more into the universe and the tracksuit mafia and the, the kind of like low level like MC, like it, like Netflix Marvel kind of like lower street level stuff which is kind of yeah. cool but I felt like they tried to tell a story mm-hmm. that was too big and too short a time frame oh I really like think. because the first two episodes started off pretty well and then it became like this whole thing about Ronan and stuff like that. And then it became like this whole thing. And then it became like a big mystery that was kind of solved pretty quickly. Like, what I mean is like the mystery was like getting bigger and bigger. Who killed this guy? Who killed this person? And it just kind of like became like, oh, oh, um, okay, well, um, 
it's just like randomly just kind of solved itself. I think the main problem with it, if I'm being honest, is that the characters that it focuses on as an audience member, you don't really have much prior connection to, right? Mm-hmm. So, I think, like, in WandaVision, obviously it was mostly about them two, and I yeah. cared about that. Falcon and Winter Soldier, mostly about those two, cared about that. Loki, I, was the, I think, is the best series I've done, I've been on. Um, and you care about that because it focused on him and his journey through that. The, Hawkeye focuses mainly on Kate Bishop, mm-hmm. who... And Hawkeye, Clint Barton has his moments, but you don't really think, like, it's not really about him. It's more about her and her family and stuff. And I'm kind of like, I don't... I've not been, like, made to care about these characters enough yet. Like, in the finale, Mm -hmm. obviously the biggest episode of them all, I cared more about Yelena and Cliff meeting than I did about anything (laughs) that was going... What? What you said? You said uh, Elena and Cliff. Cliff Clint. <laughs> you said that so confidently, Because <laughs> at first I was like, "Wait, who the fuck's Cliff?" <laughs> Cliff's like this. Cliff's like the fun. Oh, you know, no Cliff. Just plugging um, your your free short film in there whenever you can. I see you know? oh. yeah. Wink. <laughs> oh my gosh! Uh, but sorry, you were saying about uh, Yelena, Yelena and Clint. I care more about them meeting than I did about any of the other storylines. Like, right. I didn't care that, that Kate's mum was like going to prison. Oh, I don't care about that storyline either. And I and, and I don't care about like the whole oh this is a whole big plot to kill Kate's mum and stuff. I was like whatever. I care about what's going to happen between Yelena and Clint Cliff. <laughs> Oh no, I've done it again. Oh no! Catch it on YouTube. Like on YouTube. Check it out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, maybe. Um, <laughs> but no, I care more about that, and I think I think uh-huh. that's overall how I feel about the whole series is like it 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 was so um, weighed so much in terms of time on the Kate Bishop. I'm sure, like, I'm really interested in that character, but I think like if it had more moments of Clint Barton. Then I would I would have cared more, you know. But it felt like he was a bit like a like a, a sort of like secondary character. To oh, I get where you're, I, I get where, I definitely get where you're coming from. Um, um, but I, I, uh, yeah, and I think I, I well I don't know for sure, but I'm thinking this might be one of the Disney Plus shows that get a second season. I think so as well. I think it, it warrants it. I think definitely. Yeah, because I, I felt like there was enough loose threads left. That they could definitely pick up another season, and I feel like yeah. it very much ends like a first season where she's like, "Oh, what can my name be?" and it just goes Hawkeye, which I really like as well. Um, Do you, this is the thing as well, right? That I've kind of, I've kind of thought about. Would you rather? Because mm-hmm. I'm I kind of think um, the the first option in this, right? What I'm going to present to you. Would you rather, right? Mm-hmm. They they made the second season of Hawkeye and continued uh, Echo's story in that. Or, mm-hmm. or made the Echo show. Mm. I would kind of rather they just continue because I don't. I'm not really that interested in an Echo show. I mean, obviously, there maybe there are people who are. It's not obviously mm. not just, just on my whims. Of, like, I'm not interested. Yeah. In it. <laughs> well, you but are. Like, I'm with Kevin Feige. You've already seen Spider-Man um, Seven, so you know what I mean. He he loves uh, the cliff. So he does love the cliff. <laughs> He's like, is it too late to rename the Cliff Barton? 
Club Brown. I, 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 um, <laughs> I don't. But, I don't know because I, I don't know what the Echo series is. Is gonna about. be like, yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like it could be incredible. Um, I feel like her story with like Hawkeye and that is done, so it would feel weird with her showing up again randomly and her mm-hmm. having her storyline. Um. And there's all sorts of rumours, and I think her storyline is really much going to evolve around sort of the kingpin coming for revenge against her from shooting, I mean, shooting him in the face. Like it doesn't. Call I think it. the general thought amongst, um, you know, amongst like people who are fans and stuff right now is, is that it's kind of like Hawkeye who brings in the characters, Echo sets up the characters, and then it's going to be Daredevil. Yeah. And I, that's I, gonna I know there's, I know Daredevil's meant to also. Well, I don't know if that's confirmed or not. But there's rumours well, that Daredevil's meant to. Because I can't. Yeah, yeah, I think we'll yeah. get him in. Because I know he's in She-Hulk. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. And then I, there's rumours of him getting his own show and stuff. I think uh, that I'm like, but to be fair, when they announced Loki, I was like, why? But that's I true. Yeah, I, I remember that as well. I remember when they announced that. I was like, I, same for Hawkeye. I was like, I don't really want a Hawkeye show. I don't really want a Loki show. I was more excited for Falcon and Winter Soldier, and now yeah, and, Vision, yeah. uh, and now Loki and Hawkeye are now my two favorite shows that were fans. Shows. Yeah, so I, I just like especially Loki that just blew me away. Um, yeah, but I was just like I was just like ah, uh, it was just weird how that just happened. I'm just like so maybe 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 fuck it what's the other one that's coming out that I don't really care for. Um, Agatha uh, Marvel. Nah, I'm not, I'm not quite excited for that one. Uh, what's her, what's her name? Agatha. Oh, Agatha, oh, House of Harkness. I, I, I could not care less about that. So maybe that'll be my favourite next year. <laughs> but, but this is the only thing, I think, I'm like, Echo and Agatha, I kind of think are in the same boat, because I'm like, why mm-hmm. are you making shows about these characters? Like, they're just uh, kind of like... Money! They're, they're in it? <laughs> <laughs> I, I hate them. <laughs> <laughs> money! <laughs> no, <right>. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I know, I, I just, I don't, I don't get it myself. Uh, hmm. I get, I, I, I more get the Echo than I get the... I guess I'm, for one. Maybe that's yeah. just because I really just didn't gel with WandaVision. Um, yeah. yeah. I, I mean, mean obviously, obviously there's a reason. Right? Well, yeah, there'll be a reason. I'm sure it'll be whatever. good. Do you know what I mean? Like, you know. And it, but I feel like other, or, or they, otherwise they'd just make a show about like Peter Parker's teachers from Spider-Man or something. Exactly. Oh my God. You know. The idea and Kevin Peggy's head, Craig. That'd be, that'd be a cool, that'd be a cool, uh, you could really make it a really dark show. Cliff Barton and the Cliff, Cliff Barton and Peter Parker. Oh yeah. Um. No, I, I, I think like I, I don't know how it's going to be. I, I mean, the one the shows that I'm looking forward to the most next year, obviously, are Miss Marvel. Mm-hmm. In terms of Marvel, from Disney Plus, Miss Marvel, mm-hmm. She Hulk, and then Secret Wars. I think is next year. Secret Wars. Secret, it? Uh, no, Secret, Secret Invasion. Invasion. Secret, Secret Invasion. Invasion. Sorry, not bad. Um, um, I don't actually you know. know what I'm looking. For. Because at the moment I can really sort of just take them or leave them. Like I'm not gasping at the bit to see them. Um, because you know, Loki doesn't come out next sorry. year, right? That's a year late. That's no, 2024. 2024? 2024, oh, yeah. 2023, sorry. 2023. Right. I was like, fucking hell. Um, um, I don't know. I'm, I'm quite excited for She-Hulk, but only because Deadpool's in it. Um, I, I like think... the character. I think I'll be, in a, I think I'll be a funny show if I'm doing it like the yeah. Uh, sort of like rumors I've heard. I think that going forward, I mean, what they've done with Disney Plus, Marvel, in the in the first year of it being mm-hmm. like a, a thing, is is really good. 
like it's it's so long. It feels so long ago that one division was a thing, you know. Yeah, really. When that oh, was coming out, almost a year ago, to be honest. Uh, pretty much, yeah. I think the, the uh, first episode came out January, first two like episodes, fifteenth of January or something. something but like it was it was like a massive deal, and it was crazy. And one division was great. I loved one division until the end. But um, I think that like what they've done so far, and obviously next year we get more Star Wars and stuff as well. It's next week, Book of Boba Fett. Woo! Woo! So excited for that. Um, I think that going forward, like, you know, because I think out of the gate, the shows have been really strong. Mm-hmm. I think ups and downs or whatever, like, yeah, you know. I feel like I feel like Marvel aren't great at the season finales. Um, no, no, apart no. From Falcon and Soldier, I thought that that finale was really, really good. Um, uh, Loki, to be fair, Loki was all right, but I felt like there was a lot of there was too many loose ends to like. Be like satisfied with it, if you know what I mean. Well, I think that's I think that's the thing. So I think, like, one division, obviously, is kind of like part of the multiverse saga. Mm-hmm. Yeah, one division, no way home, multiverse madness, and then Falcon and Winter, Falcon and Winter Soldier is like a complete story. Yeah, Loki is like one part, one half of a two half story. Yeah, I think it feels Which that way. Me- yeah, well, that's that that's that was the rumor that they were meant to film six more episodes. It was meant to be a twelve. But obviously, season, then and, then had yeah. and then Hawkeye, what if obviously feels more like, yeah, it feels a bit like, oh, what if was kind of underwhelming anyway? But Hawkeye feels like it, it's it's one half of a two part story. Oh, really? Oh, I think, okay. yeah, I'd love, I'd love for them to do a second season of Hawkeye and see her being trained and stuff. I think it'd be they, so they cool. They probably will. I think that's the right they're going to do because I can't. I just I can't imagine any scenario where they're both back, apart from like a Hawkeye season two. I mean, I mean yeah. maybe like a Young Avengers, but I don't think that's. I think that's still a bit down the line. Just set um, all of them up, I think you know. Yeah, but um, um, but I, I think that's really all I've got to say on Hawkeye. Yeah, to be honest, I mean, I'm, you know, I, I think really I don't know much about this to see as well. Like, it was still fun. Like, don't get me wrong. Yeah, it was fun. I, moments, I enjoyed like... watching it, and I loved the trick arrows, and it was nice to see Hawkeye coming to his own. Oh wait, I got one more thing to ask you about Hawkeye. What did you think yeah. of the end credit scene? Um, I mean, it was it was a nice touch, but I was like, mm-hmm. like I thought, it was, yeah, I, I don't know. What, what did you I, think? I liked it. I think it would be so much better if they had if like panned out to the audience and, and they had like Scott Lang in the audience and he's just like loving it. I think that'd be so funny because you know, like when um, Thor's talking in Avengers Endgame and everybody else is like, this guy's a fucking idiot. But like, Ant Man's like, oh my god, this guy's like so good. Like, I'm hanging on to like every word. I thought that'd be so yeah. funny. Uh, or have a different character, maybe like Sam and Bucky. They're just like, this is so fucking stupid. I um, think, I thought what they were going to do with the scene, right, was they were going to pan out and it was going to be Yelena. All right. Just like sitting um, by herself. Sitting by herself, watching it. Uh, you know, and what. But then I, I think I don't. I, maybe it would have been nice, but I'm like, would she really go and see a musical about it? I don't think so. Probably and not. yeah, I mean, I get. I thought they'd pan out as well, but I'm like, it was fine, I guess. But it was like nothing. Well, you know. do you know what the original first credit scene was meant to be? Have you heard about this? No, 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 so I have not. It was meant to be Kingpin in his bed, recovering from getting shot in the face by Echo. And, yeah, by Echo and. Uh, Hawkeye sends him the Roaring Sword and like a, a message saying, Don't come near me or my family or Kate. 
as like so basically like a warning. And I thought yeah. that would have been so much better. Like I'd be like, because then you'd be like, oh, Prince still got a bit of that anger in him, and like yeah. he's scary enough to scare Kingpin. Do you know what I mean? I thought that'd have been really good, but I don't know why they cut it. I thought that'd have been really good. Yeah, I don't. I mean, I get. I mean, they get the fun of like Rogers the musical and stuff, yeah. but. I did like it. I did. I did like the Rogers musical. I would definitely go see it live. I was going to ask you that. Would you? Would you go see it? If it was a real thing? Yeah, I would definitely go see it. I think it was so funny. Um, I just think I like. I mean, obviously, it's like it's a, it's a it's meant to be a Broadway show on the TV. Um, but I think it looks like bare bones as well. I I just thought like a lot of the cost. Like I'm like this is a Broadway musical. They'd have better outfits than this. Come <laughs> on. Yeah. Like Iron Man, the guy playing Iron Man's just wearing like a kind uh, of like piece of plastic and stuff. For all I'm like, get a whole suit, come on. I know, right? What the fuck? But uh, yeah, that's all I've got to say. Well, thanks, really. Nothing yeah, else. same. I mean, like, like I said, like I think Disney, Marvel, and the well, the Disney Plus shows and stuff, like this year at the gate, have done. They're pretty fucking amazing so far. You know, most, most of the time, as it's ups and downs, obviously. Oh, but I think locate locate the moments in the pack, and I think Hawkeye is like. And I think in terms of show ratings, for me, it would be like, it'd be like top top to bottom, best of all. Uh-huh. Loki, mm-hmm. One Division, mm-hmm. um, Falcon and Winter Soldier, mm-hmm. Hawkeye, what if? What if? Oh, my, my list is very different to yours. Mine should, mine, mine, uh, mine should be Hawkeye, uh, Loki, Falcon and Winter Soldier, One Division, and then what if? Oh, really? Wow, yeah. that is kind of different. Um, I, I, just, I was just yeah. laughing all the way down by WandaVision. I just thought it was a whole... Yeah, I thought that would have worked much better as a movie. Yeah, oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. I just felt like... Yeah. The, uh, but I've, well, we have I think, the episode structure of WandaVision oh, yeah, makes, it, so well, it, makes it really better well. for the um, for the sitcom kind of thing. I just felt like there was a lot of like build-up to nothing. Uh, yeah. And I felt like I was... I felt, so it felt like, a bit, like I was being tugged along a wee bit. Yeah, for nothing to happen, and uh, and then I thought the season finale was dreadful. Just um, yeah. like wait, but, wait, you know, thought that was cool. Yeah, that was cool. I mean, no wonder he's going to turn back up. You mm-hmm. know, um, but yeah, but do you know what, Richard? Speaking of lists, lists, I love a list. Love a list too. I love lists. Mm-hmm. All all sort of shopping lists. Um, cool. What other lists? What other? What is? What other favorite kinds of lists? Um, uh, registers. Uh, Registers, like um, in school, a Christmas um, list, Christmas all for Santa, uh, yeah, yeah, for Santa, um, uh, uh, oh, but also, list. I think, what kind of list? A death wish list. No one else have that. Ah, um, well, never mind. Moving on. Oh my God! What? No, <laughs> you, you, can't just, you can't just say that and then not say anything else. But guys, what? I don't have a death wish list. Okay. Jesus you can't Christ. tell, but I'm winking right now to say yes. I we don't have one. host a podcast. What, what, so you 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 want to you got a list of people you want to kill? Yes, and you know who's on the top? Cliff Barn. Stupid name. No. Yes. How? Why? Who? I would never have a baby for nine months and be like, you know what? I'm going to call you Cliff. That's you not a simple name. What? Well, there's a lot of people who like the name Cliff, like me. When I look on uh, YouTube and see the film, um, <laughs> uh, yeah, that was, that was a, we didn't even plan this. This is terrible. This is all. This is it's all off the top of our dome. You know, that's all improvised. Oh, no, don't, yeah, we're, we're too lazy for that. Is, 
this is all the education that we have as, as actors behind us, Richard. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, but yeah, so but I think you know out of all the lists that we've listed, um, my favourite is probably movie lists. A movie, list. a cheeky wee movie list. I love a cheeky wee movie list. Yeah, so we 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 set ourselves a task, and I've we never did. done this before. But I, th- I thought, well, we thought we with a collective brain. Yes. Came together like, let's do something special for the Christmas podcast. Uh, let's make a list of our top ten favorite movies of the year, right? Yes. From worst to best, mm-hmm. and it was pretty pretty fucking hard. I'm not gonna lie. Um, to be honest, the better uh, movies came at the latter half of the year. They did. They like, did. You know, so, um, our, our, our lists are also a bit different. I've included movies that came out maybe like four or five years ago that I have seen for the first time in 2021. Yeah. Um, but you've just picked movies exclusively from this year, right? Yeah, I yeah, stuck okay. to the rules. And you you did stuck to the rules. Hey, to be fair, we never actually discussed the rules. You just said to me, fuck our top 10 favourite movies. Well, yeah, uh huh. Yeah, but, uh, yeah. Okay, shut up. Yeah, we did. We did discuss thought. it, but we 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 said to, to be fair, I'm not an idea. To be fair, because Thank why you. do I keep saying to be fair? This is another one of my things. It's a New Year's resolution I'm going to have. Right, I'm going to go through the podcast uh-huh. and realize the things that I say all the time, mm-hmm. and I want to stop saying them all the time. Oh, you know, smart. Yeah, I say like a lot, and I say I to say be like fair. a lot. I say like I also put but yeah. at the end of my sentences a lot. But. But, but I also say kingpin a lot. I do say kingpin a lot, but I don't yeah. drop that into like everyday conversation. That's that's exclusive like, really for the weird. podcast. No, I mean, I'm a weird guy. Oh, like it's just, it's for the, just in normal life, you say it normally. Yeah. No, I mean, no, in normal life, I don't even bring it up. I'm like, what's a Marvel? What? <laughs> right. So, <laughs> should we do go through our top ten lists? Then? We shall. Yeah, from, from worst to best. Worst to best, even though that's still pretty good. Yeah. Top 10. yeah. But you know, least favorite to most favorite. Yes. Um, do you want to go first, Craig? Uh, yeah, I'll go. I'll go first then. Thank you. Um, You're very welcome. Uh, so my my tenth favorite film of the year uh-huh. is oh I don't want to even get it. Free Guy. Free Guy, really? Yeah. Whoa, yeah. Okay. Um, because I thought, do you know, when they see it in the cinema, and I thought it was quite fun. I really enjoyed watching it. It was a great time. Um, you know, and I thought that Ryan Reynolds is pretty good, and Jodie Comer. I think Jodie Comer's fantastic in that movie. It's probably the best. I mean, Killing Eve is fantastic. It's really, if you've not watched Killing Eve, by the way, watch Killing Eve. Um, but I thought, yeah, it was like a really nice, like, good time, and and it kind of reminded me of watching like Ready Player One, which came out in twenty eighteen. I think, mm-hmm. 20, yeah, twenty eighteen. It was like a lot of fun like that, you know, kind of like action-centric popcorn flick with like you know cameos and obviously fox is now owned by disney so there's a few different yep. like star wars and avengers cameos in there um but overall i thought it was a good it was a really good and the reason it's so low on the list is because in terms of actual quality of like uh-huh. filmmaking and like you know it, it, you could can you could conceive it as been like a bit cookie cutter Whereas, oh, like, you know, okay, okay yeah. like, it has, it's kind of like a similar plot that's been done before, but with, like, a new yeah. a new sort of, like, filter on it. But overall, like, I had a good time watching it. So that's why that uh-huh. is my number 10. What is your number well, 10, Richard? My number 10 is a little bit darker than yours. Mine's is, well, not a movie of this year. This movie came out in 2016. And oh. it is um, Train to Busan. Busan? Busan? 
Isn't that right? Busan. I think that's how you pronounce it. Busan. B-U-S-A-N. Okay, yeah. It's a Korean film directed by... I'm going to butcher this name. Leon Song Hu. I think that's how you say it. It is a wonder... It's a... It's a. Have you ever heard of it? No. So basically, it's a film set on a train, and a zombie apocalypse happens. Okay. And cool. um, the, these zombies are really sort of fast, brutal. They bite you, you turn like within seconds. And it's about this father, oh, wow. and he's get, uh, he's going through a divorce. You know, he's very work oriented. That's his big thing. You know, he cares about mm-hmm. work. Oh, by the way, uh, we, we, I won't, I won't spoil this movie. I'm trying to spoil movies on this list. Yeah, um, yeah. In case you haven't seen those. Um, so he's got his daughter and she wants to go back home to his mum, so uh, to her mum. So he's like, fine, whatever, mm-hmm. like, I'll take you back, whatever. Um, so he's on the train and that's when all shit starts to be loose. And there's some wonderful imagery in this film, like, and there's some brutal imagery. And um, who's that actor? So it's got the actor from Squid Games in it. He's the main character, you know, the one um, in the train station where the guy who slaps him. Oh, yeah, yeah. So yeah, he's yeah. in it. He, he plays the dad. He's. he's Amazing, and he's so so good. Um, and then it's also got him from Eternals and the the big guy. Oh, Gilgamesh. Gilgamesh, yeah, he's in it, yeah, and yeah. he's incredible in it. He's so good. Do you know um, what? I I do want uh-huh. to in the new year start watching more like Korean cinema because yeah, you I should. Mean, it's so good. I've got two the, on this list. Well, the obvious example from this year is mm-hmm. is Squid Game, right? But even yeah. then, like. Parasite, Parasite. Um, which is twi- obviously twenty end of twenty nineteen. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I'm, that was such a great movie. Yeah, you know, and I'm um, like, I just don't want to. You don't want to allow like language barriers or anything to to inhibit watching no, great films. Not. You know, definitely not. Or TV shows. Because um, I, I I watched this and this I this pulled on my heartstrings as well. Like. I was in tears, but this film is so good. Like, if you like zombie films, yeah, if you like horror films, like that, mm-hmm. like that is legit scary. Um, and it and it mm-hmm. reinvents the zombie sort of industry a wee bit. It changes it up. It doesn't do the same old thing that we're okay, cool. for the last ten years. But I would definitely like definitely check it out. It's so good. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh-huh. Uh, shall we do my number nine? Number nine. Number nine. My number nine is uh-huh. a Quiet Place Part Two. Nice. Yeah, I think. I mean, I think to be honest, uh-huh. like I, I kind of feel this might be slightly tainted if I'm being honest because it I, it was the first. Oh, film oh, you saw after lockdown. I think it might have been because I'm pretty sure it was the uh, first film I saw after lockdown. It was one of the first films I saw. Uh-huh. It was actually the fifth film I saw after lockdown, right? But I think it was the best out of that bunch. Oh, yeah, it probably was. And, you know, it was meant to come out in March 2020. Mm -hmm. It was delayed. April, March 2020, delayed again, again, again. Um, And I just think, like, in terms of storytelling, it it, Mm -hmm. it goes up and and makes the world bigger and it it adds on to the first film. Uh, As a sequel, it works really well. Emily Blunt is obviously incredible. John Krasinski... His absence, I think, felt quite a lot. I, I, thought, I, like, I think, I, I, think it is, I think it really is as well. Um, yeah, yeah, and that's a that's a good choice. That's a good film. Really I think as well, like the creatures are scarier, and I think <laughs> what, what most good apocalypse films or um, any sort of apocalypse story does 
And Walking Dead does this, if I understand correctly. It shifts the sort of focus to the, the human beings yeah. and how they're actually terrifying. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like they're actually worse than the monsters, you know? Oh, yeah, and like, we're, we're worse. They're really the fucking worst. We're the monsters, really? That's the crazy we thing. Um, Killian Murphy is also incredible. I think he's oh, amazing. Yeah, and it, he's it sets up it sets up the, the third one, um, which obviously they're, they're probably going to make. Yeah, um, yeah. And I think that it, that it genuinely just such a good time to watch it in the cinema. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, mm-hmm. that is my number nine. Uh, well, my number nine is a movie that did come out this year. Wait, did it? Yes, it did. It just was like so long. I, this whole year feels so short, but so long at the same time. I'm like, yeah. did this happen this year or was that like two years ago? But uh, my number yeah. nine choice is Zach Snacker's Justice League. Oh! A four-hour oh, marathon. Wow. Yeah. Because I, I remember, like, I haven't watched it since. I think I've watched it twice. I think I've, I watched it once. I've tried to watch it twice. I just couldn't get through it. It's a big commitment. It's right. such a big commitment. But apart from apart from the obvious four-hour runtime, which is just way too long, it's yeah. so good. Like, I, I, I went into this expecting to hopefully like it. Yeah. And I ended up loving it. Because like, I'm, yeah. like, I'm not one of his fans. Like, I don't like Batman v Superman. Man of Steel is okay. Army mm-hmm. of the Dead is pretty mediocre, I think. But that's mm-hmm. just, I was like, I was like, this is so good. It's so good. Like, I just, this is such a comic book movie. Yeah. And I think the cast are all great. And I feel like, if you haven't seen it because of, obviously, the Josh Whedon Justice League, it is not the same movie. Like, it is nowhere near. And I think that maybe plays into why it's high on the list because I'm like, how did they scrape so much more from that pile of shite. And it just well, it blows my mind. And I just, mm. I love it. I love it. I really, really enjoyed it. Um, and it made me want to see more of the Mr. Snacker. Even though I don't <laughs> like him. <laughs> I, don't, I, I don't like him as a director. I think he's all about the visuals, which he, he's very good at. But I think story-wise, he lacks a wee bit. But I'm not wanting to see another four-hour movie. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> this is the thing. Is it? I think he's a very good visual director. Mm-hmm. And I think part of the reason that this, this Justice League is better is because he has the runtime to create yeah. a story. Uh-huh. Yeah, I'm de- I'm I think he, I he's, a, he's a director who wants to create and make epic stories. Yeah. Right? Oh, yeah. Which warrant a four hour runtime. Yeah. You know? Um, so, yeah. Well, that's, yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Cool. Thank you. Mm. Number six? No, no number eight. No, number six. It's funny. It's funny you mentioned um, Justice League as part of the Uh as part of the DC um, universe. Because my number eight, not six, Mm -hmm. is the Suicide Squad. Same. James Gunn's the Suicide Squad. Oh, really? Oh my god! Yeah, same, bro. Uh, Yeah. I I thought it was was a pretty good movie. I really, really enjoyed it. It was pretty good as well. Do you know when I was thinking when I was making this list and going over what I'd seen this year, Mm -hmm. I thought the Suicide Squad was a lot of fun yeah it was a lot of fun at the time but i think the movies that have come out since then have totally like kind of washed it away a little bit oh like, yeah definitely it it didn't like it, it i think because we hadn't had a blockbuster film like that in so long mm-hmm. we had black widow i guess oh yeah but that was but yeah yeah, yeah. but like we hadn't had a, a film like that for so long that I just thought, like, wow, and it's so new, and we cared about it, and it was like, oh, my God, and they're taking it in a whole different direction, all these characters you didn't know. But I think 
I think it's kind of the problem that plagues DC all over is that like if they're trying to build a cinematic universe mm-hmm. and and they're kind of trying to do both things where they're trying to make a story by itself but also be part of the universe, it's a bit like uh, like you don't know what as an audience whether to appreciate. I think you can appreciate the craftsmanship of it. It's far better than first two Squad. squad. However, oh, yeah, yeah. if if it doesn't feed into the central universe. And and what DC are trying to build, and I'm, I mean, I know they're making Peacemaker. A part of me didn't really get, like, a part of me didn't. I don't know. I just thought like, like the ending and stuff. I was a bit like, eh. like it didn't I mean, leave. I, I it didn't. That. It didn't leave me. I appreciated the film as a whole, but it didn't leave me wanting to see more. I, it left me kind of wanting to go. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah, um, I, I get that. I get that. I, like, I, I totally agree with everything you've just said. Like, that, not that I'm saying, by the way, that everything has to be part of a wider cinematic universe or a blockbuster. No, 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 definitely not. I mean, definitely I not. literally mentioned fucking Parasite. But, like, I feel like, you know, DC have this problem at the moment where, in general, where it's like, you know, you as an audience member, you're watching and you're like, I don't know, what, what are they doing? Yeah. You know, there's oh, no yeah. kind of like, oh, envision. Yeah. Um, uh, but yeah. but overall, it was a lot of fun. It was such a yeah, fun that's, film. Yeah, I thought it was so much fun. That's why I, that's why I put it at number eight. Should we go mm. to number seven? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, my number seven or your number seven? Uh, do, you want, do you want me to go first then since we both had the yeah, same? Yeah, yeah, you go first. Right, so my number seven is Shang-Chi, Legend of the Ten Rings. No! Are you yes. serious? Yeah. What? 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 Yeah. what are you saying? Oh my God, you're, you're insane. Well, is, what, is, 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 is it not your number eight, no? No, my number eight, Suicide Club. It's not my number seven, either. Oh, number seven, sorry. Oh, my God, my numbers are all getting messed oh, up. Feel, Is it not I your number five? Uh, um, no, but I, I, I did. I, I loved this movie. I thought it was so fun. I loved the action. I loved the characters. Obviously not enough. But obviously not enough. But the ones on this list, I just, they're just so much more. They're just much better for me. Um, but I did. I loved it so much. I thought it was really refreshing. And I loved all the stuff. Oh, I try not to spoil it. Uh, but I feel like if you watch, if you listen to this podcast, you'll probably see Song to you by now. Um, but I loved all the stuff with Trevor. I loved the Mandarin. Um, I thought the action was great. I loved the feel of the movie. I loved the soundtrack. Um, I really liked the main character as well. Um, yeah, I thought it was really, really great. But unfortunately, there's just movies on my list that I think are much better. Wow. Mm-hmm. I yeah. can't believe. That just because it's a number... Like, this, this is right. So, just for a bit of context, right? My list, right, is on Letterboxd. Give it a follow if you like. Uh, Rich, Philip. Um, I have 82 movies on this list. Mm-hmm. So, being at number eight is really, really, really That's really, number really, really seven. Good. <laughs> and being at number seven is really, 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 really good, okay? Oh my God. And it's not great. Like, I loved it. I have literally no faults for this movie. But. It's in a list that is 62 movies long. Being at number seven... 82 movies long, did you know? Yeah. What? Uh, Richard, what, are you drunk? Right, wait, I have been drinking some Kockerbergs. Have you been under drunk. a table? Right, okay. No! no. My list <laughs> is 62 movies long. This is all the movies this year. Okay. Um, okay. So yes, number seven for me was Shang-Chi. My number seven is No Time uh-huh. to Die. Oh, that's not even... That's not even that's no, no, no. I, I think... I, I mean, I really enjoyed it. I think it's far better... Obviously far better than Spectre, Jesus Christ. Um, mm-hmm. Definitely a good... Oh, yeah, by the way, like we said at the beginning, spoilers. Um, 
Oh no, we didn't say spoilers. Just spoilers for Hawkeye. We'll try not to spoil any film. Yeah, we'll try but not it's to definitely, spoil. It's definitely a good send off for mm-hmm. Daniel Craig's Bond. Like, it really, it, it, you know, neatly collects everything together and, like, in, a, in the spirit of Christmas, wraps it in a tight and neat little bow, right? And it definitely does all that, that right? Neat. Way back to Casino Royale, which, by the way, is the best James Bond film. Oh, yeah, 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 without a doubt. Um, easily the best. Yeah. And I'm like, it kinda, it's, it, it's quite nice. He has that five-movie five arc. Um, and it's a lot of fun watching it. I mean, definitely, I think, to be fair, like, they chose, like, I mean, they couldn't have delayed it any longer. No, they really couldn't. Like, they couldn't have done it at all. And I thought, but I genuinely thought, like, well, yeah, this is, like, this is a, a fun film. I'm, I have a lot of fun, like, um, you know, the action's really good in it. Uh, there's certain story elements here, a bit like, eh, like, really? Do they, you know, like, the set with certain characters that are in it for, like, not a oh, lot yeah. of time and stuff. Yeah. Um, um, but overall, like, I thought it was, Probably one of his best. One of the, obviously one up there with being. I think in terms of James Bond for Daniel Craig, it's like Casino Royale, Skyfall, No Time to Die, Spectre, and Quantum of Solace. I mean, I think those two are kind of interchangeable. I think that list is pretty much the same from me. Pretty well. much the same. But yes, yeah. so that's my number. That's my number 25, 27. Number 27. Seven, no, seven, don't yeah. confuse me any more than I'm already I'm just doing do my, do my best Richard impression. At the oh, moment, right, sorry. okay. Ha, ha, ha. So are we, are we on number six? Right. We are finally on your favourite number, which is lovely. Number, well, actually, my favourite number is five. But um, number, my, my number six choice is an animated movie. It's called Your Name. It's um, a Japanese Ooh. film. It came mm-hmm. out again, 2016. Um, so I guess every movie on my list is either from 2016 or 2021. Um, <laughs> so far, uh, it's, 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 it's essentially like I don't want to spoil it because it's so good. But it's a, it's what first of all the animation is just wonderful. It's so so good, like. Every mm-hmm. shot looks incredible. Like there, there's never a shot in the film where I'm like, "This is not great. This is mm-hmm. this is boring." Every shot in this film, I'm just like, "How can they keep up in their game?" Every shot they go on, I'm just like, this, "Just the tech, like just the, the amount of work that must be put into this film." I'm just like, it just blows my mind. Um, it is animated, Craig, so you'll probably hate it. Um, oh. I should have a vendetta, but it's like the voice acting as well. Like, I watched this um, subbed, and the, the Japanese actors, are, I forget better than that names, but they they were so so good, uh, and the variety and all their voices and stuff was incredible. And I love the world that we're building, building. And it's not, it's I don't want because it's like it, at the heart of the story, it's really it's like it's a love story between two two teenagers. Um, mm. But there's like time travel. Um, oh, okay. Sort of. um, but it, 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 it's so good, and the soundtrack is incredible. Like, the soundtrack's amazing as well. Like mm-hmm. it's such a, it's just, it's just such a wonderful film that just makes you feel sad and happy, and you just kind of want to sort of bathe yourself in this world. Um, I hope I didn't sound weird. <laughs> <laughs> That's my number six choice. My number five choice is completely different. This, by the way, like it is, a, yeah, it's night and day. <laughs> My uh, my number six is Last Night in Soho. Oh, nice! That's a good. That's a good one. That's a good one. I really struggled putting that like beyond the top ten. Uh, yeah, I really um, like. I mean, I quite like Edgar Wright, and I think like you know I Scott Pilgrim, and then obviously the Cornetto trilogy, and um, Baby Driver, and stuff. But I think that, that this is uh, quite good. And I think the performances are really really good in it. And um, 
you know, I think that like it's it's one of those ones where it's one of those things where I went to see it and I didn't really expect much from it. Like, I, it was one of those yeah. films where I wanted to I, see I it because I like Edgar Wright and, and I like um, what his, his style of filmmaking and obviously the reviews for it were quite good as well. I didn't really know what to expect. But I went in and I was like, oh, I'll go and see it because obviously there's a lot of hype around it and stuff. Um, right around Halloween as well. So, yeah. Um, but also, I, I, went, I came out of it and I was like, yeah, that's really like, it was a good time. It was fun. It was a nice story. Um, set in London, which is nice because I live in London. And um, it's always good. And um, yeah, I mean, over, overall, like, it was it was it was like yeah. it, it was like it was, it was fun. It was nice, you know. I think if I'm being honest, yeah, it was it's quite nice hard to do. It. About like rape uh, and like <laughs> like what? mental abuse and and violence, and you're like, oh, it was a nice it's film. Like I feel a good, good Christmas movie. <laughs> Lots of laughs. Um, <laughs> quite a lot of the films on this list. It's quite hard to do a top top ten. When you're just like spent quite a lot of the year in lockdown, yeah. and it's like you know, a lot of the films because I, I genuinely considered putting Mortal Kombat on this list at one point. Really? Yeah, but Mortal Kombat was fun, man. That was like one of the first films I saw coming out coming out of lockdown, and I, I, that was yeah. Um, but that is my number six choice last number night. So. Well, my number five choice is a film that came out in two thousand and four. Um. Directed by Terry, I know. Directed by Terry George, and Uh it is Hotel Rwanda. (gasps) Oh, that's a good film. This is the first time I ever saw it, and oh my, like I felt sick to my stomach watching this film. Like I can't believe that something like this happened. Like, and pretty much our late, like was it nineteen ninety four? It happened nineteen ninety five, somewhere around that time, wasn't it? Um, like we were pretty much alive or in a womb at that point, so or I was. Some of us were. Bring the background to the mothers. <laughs> um, <laughs> Hell yeah! But yeah, I just thought this movie was so. And obviously, I know I, I'm, I'm pretty sure there's some like historical inaccuracies in this film, but in terms of like the performance and how horrible and how sort of sick to the stomach it makes you feel, mm-hmm. it's so like. It's one of those films you like. You see it and you just like you, 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 just, you can't stop thinking about it. Do you know what I mean? Like you just you replay it in your head. And you're like, I can't believe that happened. And I can't believe that happened. And there's a great line in this film. Where, I think it's this film. Or maybe this or I'm pretty sure it's this one where um so he he there's a slight spoilers. He's filming like a part of the genocide taking place. Um, okay. Yeah. And the guy's like, oh, this is going to make great TV. And this will this will make people change their mind about the whole situation. Like people step in or something like that, and it says something like, "Oh yeah, people will be having a dinners and they'll be like, oh, that's awful,' and then they'll go back to eating their dinners." And I was like, "That's such a good line, like yeah, it might not even be in the movie, but I'm pretty sure like <laughs> uh, that was uh, so yeah, that's why it's my number, my number, my number five choice. Yeah. Um, I couldn't, I, I could never watch it again. I could never watch it again. But hmm. it's one of those movies that I'm like, ugh. Yeah. Think, what's your number five choice cake? Is that a bit cheerier? Man, uh, what? Is it a bit cheerier than mine? It is actually. It's um, oh. it's just. I mean, it's hard to to not be not pick a film that be cheerier than Hotel Rwanda. True. To be honest, um, which I, I watched Hotel Rwanda. I think it was in my my religious class in high school. Really? Yeah. I I haven't watched it since then, so I've got to watch it again. But I don't remember watching. I think it was really good. Um. 
My number five is West Side Story. Really? Yeah. Uh-huh, I, yeah. Still ha- I still haven't seen it. Oh, it's so good. It's, really? it's, it's, I, I, yeah, it's another one of these, it's similar to Last Night in Soho. Like, mm-hmm. it came out with a lot of buzz around it. Steven Spielberg obviously directed it. Um, and I was like, oh, yeah, I'll go and see it. And I actually really, really enjoyed it. Like, I thought oh. it was really good. I've, I've never seen West Side Story before. I know the songs from it um, and stuff, obviously. But, um, but I ne- yeah, I'd never seen it before. And I just thought, oh, I thought it was amazing. It was so good. You know? I didn't even see that film. You, you love it. I think I genuinely think you will love it. Like, it, it, you know, we could go and see it. We should go see it. We will go see uh-huh. it. Yeah. And we will go back into lockdown. Um, yeah. But we'll see. Good. Um, should um, we move on to number four choice then? Yeah, number four. So, my number four choice is The Father, which came out last year. Yeah, oh my, yeah, I completely forgot about that. I thought that it film. was incredible. Um, yeah, yeah. I thought, I thought Anthony Hopkins completely blew it out of the water. I thought he was so, so good. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought, he, I, I just, I thought his performance was so natural and so, like, captivating. I was just like, I cannot, like, Feel yeah. so bad for this man, and I, I loved how they shot it. Where it's like, because I don't know, like I, when I was watching it, I was like, I'm so confused, confused. Like I don't know what's happening. Like why is that person a different actor now, but going yeah. by the same name? Like what's going on? And then it wasn't until like sort of halfway through the movie, I was like, oh, they're showing it from his point of view to show what it's like dealing with this illness, where it's so confusing and it's so mm-hmm. frustrating. And it yeah. makes you angry. It makes you upset. And and obviously, like I've I've, I've had family members go through Alzheimer's and stuff. Um, mm-hmm. And it's a horrible, horrible thing. And for, the reason why it's so high on my list as well because I think it spoke to me sort of like emotionally as well. Because I was like, all right, okay, it kind of helped me understand what my granddad what it was, was going like. Through. Yeah, yeah because right. I was like, when it was when he was going through it, it was like because I, I would be on the other end of the the mood changes and the accusations and all of that mm-hmm. stuff. Um, because he used to. He was so incredibly mean as well towards sort of the, the end of his life. Um, yeah. And he was accusing my grand of all sorts and stuff. But And you, you know not to get angry with him, but you, you, you can't help but get frustrated. Because mm-hmm. you're like, why can't you just remember? Like, you saw me, like, yesterday. Why have you now forgotten me already? Um, yeah. And this, this movie kind of helped me understand a bit of what he was going through. Mm-hmm. Um, and sort of helped me come to terms with it, uh, and I, I absolutely do think that Anthony Hopkins deserved that Oscar win for this film. Yeah, no, 100%. no, I think one hundred percent right. Mm-hmm. I, I do generally agree. I think it was really beautiful as well because it's kind of structured a bit like a play. Yeah, definitely. You know, they had the one location mm-hmm. and it was changing time. Uh, from, from... The whole cast were great. Like Olivia Colman, yeah. that arsehole. I can't remember what his name is, but he's in a few movies. He like slaps yeah. him. Really hated he's... that. Genuinely was that really good? Um, mm. that's a good number four, man. Nah, yeah, I was yeah. completely blown away by it. Yeah, um, my number four is Dune. Dune, oh, really? That's quite low. Yeah, yeah, I mean, the thing is that, like, you said that's so anti anticlimactic, right? My number four is Dune. <laughs> um, so, yeah, because here's the thing about Dune, right? I think uh-huh. it's it, as a cinematic experience, mm-hmm. it's incredible, yeah. and it, it, it is. It looks amazing. Yeah. And I mean, we did a review for Dune. We did. Um, that was one of our first reviews, actually. It was. It was one of our first reviews. I mean, like, it's, it, it's, it, 
it's a really incredible like cinematic experience. Uh-huh. Um, and I think Denis Villeneuve is is such a fantastic director, and always obviously oh, yeah. it, it's a film and a and a a story and a concept that really lends itself to his sort of direction. Yeah. Um, actually, do you know what? If I was go- if I was going to follow your rules, Richard, mm-hmm. I would have put probably on this list. Mm-hmm. I probably would have put Arrival. By Denis Villeneuve. Oh, did you watch I watched that, that for the first, first time. Really? Such an wow. incredible film. Oh my god, have you seen that? Oh, hey, yeah, I've seen it. It's, it's, yeah. it's really, really good. Such an amazing movie. Um, but I, I, I was like, yeah, um, it is a, an amazing cinematic experience. However, I think sometimes it becomes quite like it becomes so much so that it becomes slightly. I mean, I only saw it once, granted mm-hmm. as well. But uh, from the ones you like, kind of found it a bit difficult to follow. Um, oh, okay, I can, I can. See you know, that. it was a real feast for the eyes, of course. Yeah. But I think sometimes you're, you're a bit like, what, what, what's happening? What, what's happening now? What, where are we? Who are these people? What, what's, what's happening? What's the relationship? Why is this happening? Um, and I think really probably it warrants itself a second viewing, mm-hmm. um, which I'd like to do, obviously. But it was it was a film that I mean it's unfortunate. I mean I think it might still be in cinema, but it's a film that really, 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 really it deserves a cinematic film. You should go and see it. Um, that's why I'm a bit worried that, about watching it in my own house. Yeah, that's that's why mm-hmm. I put it on this list because I was like, it, it's it's just it look it's probably one of the best films I've ever seen in terms of how it looks. Oh, in terms of visual, you know, hundred yeah, percent. Yeah. Um, yeah, but that's my number four, Richard. Well, um, my number three is a film that came out in 1997, and oh I think I think yeah, I think it is one of the most uh, I think it is one of the most top-rated movies. I don't know if you've ever seen this, but it's the film Life Is Beautiful. Mm, no, um, you've not seen it. So it's the one. Um, no, no, you're, you're you're probably seen the clip. Um, so it's the clip of it's so set during World War Two. It's about a Jewish family who get taken away to a concentration camp and how they get split apart and stuff. Uh, it's so incredibly heartbreaking and sad mm-hmm. and I think this movie along with um, The Green Mile are pretty much the only movie movies that I've watched and just sort of cried all the way through um, oh, yeah it's it's such a, 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 it's, it's, it's kind of hard to explain why I love this movie I think it's because the, the title story because life is beautiful and it's obviously set during a really horrific time in the, uh, especially in, like, yeah. just, just in general, really, like World War Two, and there's famine and war and so much racism and uh, xenophobia kind of thing. That's right, isn't it? Xenophobia. Um, yeah, xenophobia. Xenophobia. Um, but it's like the the sort of the main character. I don't remember his name. But the main character, he's sort of like he's sort of he's got his kid with him, so he sort of tries to put on this brave face throughout the whole movie, and he's sort of happy-go-lucky. And um, he's so kind and caring, and, and he's trying to show his son that the world isn't this sort of like horrific, horrific place, which it, it definitely is. But yeah. there's still these like little light moments in the in life that is sort of like, even though I might have a shit six days, this little good day that happened today has just made those six days worth it, sort of thing. Um, yeah. But it's so incredibly sad. Like you've probably seen the clip. Have you seen? Because you get those sad montages, and it's like the clip of the. The, the Jewish prisoner getting marched away 
by the Nazi soldiers and he starts doing like the, the funny march and he's like waving to his son as his son's watching him. It's that, oh, it's yeah, that movie. Yeah, 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 it's, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's that movie. Oh, wow. Um, okay. I, so I, I definitely, definitely recommend you to watch this. It's heartbreaking. It's so good. Okay. Wow. Mm-hmm. Woo. Fucking Woo. hard hitting films, man. I know, I know. I, um, I'm a very depressed person. <laughs> <laughs> my my uh, my number three is uh, Ghostbusters Afterlife. <laughs> I know, I know, because this is the thing, right? You you coming out with films about famine and, and horror and genocide and you know, and I'm coming oh. out with like, oh, like yeah, Ghostbusters. Have, have have you seen have you seen that guy? I think it's like Parks and Recs, and it's like the two characters, and one of them says, "Oh, someone will die," and someone's like, "Oh, fun, that's being you." <laughs> <laughs> um, oh. But Ghostbusters Afterlife has um, it was the first no, it's not the first second Ghostbusters I've seen in the cinema. The first one was the 2016 one, mm-hmm. um, with uh, Kristen Wiig, uh, the all female Ghostbusters. Yeah, yeah. And I'm afraid to say I'm going I'm going to rectify this mistake in 2022. But I I have I have not seen the original Ghostbusters. Oh, I know, I know, I know. Blast oh. me, blast me. But um. But I, I thought this was quite nice. Another one of these films, like so many films on this list, uh-huh. have I went into and I was like, yeah, it's gonna be fun. Yeah, I'll go and see it. I felt a little bit bad, and I always have such low expectations. And I come out and I go, wow, like that was actually really good, mm, you know. Yeah. And this is one of these films where I was like, shit, like this is like genuinely, I, I, I kind of thought. Yeah, it's a lot of fun. It's like you know, it's obviously for family, but like, it just genuinely, you just have like a good time. And I, I think the best time when you go to the film, to the films, to the cinema, mm-hmm. um, I think some of the best times you have is when you go in, but also like with no real expectations. You know, like I remember when I went to see in twenty twelve, the first Hunger Games came out. And I went to see it, and I had like no real expectations for it at all. And I went in, and I totally fell in love with it, and I thought it was amazing. And it's still, like, I really love the Hunger Games. Um, I actually rewatched the last one, but anyway. And um, but like, that's some of the best times I've had in the cinema. And I think Ghostbusters Afterlife falls into that category pretty perfect. Yeah, um, as do a few of these films. So yeah. I still, I still want to see Ghostbusters um, Afterlife. I still, I still do want to go see it. I've heard, I've heard good things. No. Oh my god, we're on our last two, which by the way was nigh impossible to do. Really? I, th- I, have, a, I have a feeling our, our number one will be the same. But I, I, I think our, so, no. our number two so, is not the same. No, it's definitely not. Uh, my number two is um, Dune. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah, so I love it for all the reasons that you said as well. Like, I think it's visually stunning. I love the soundtrack. I love the characters. I love the universe that it's setting up and building. Um, I loved it the first time I saw it. I loved it the second time I saw it, even though I fell asleep, but I was very tired. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, and I, I think you're right. I think you're absolutely right that this is a cinematic experience. Um, mm-hmm. uh, that, so I'm a bit worried about revisiting, revisiting it when I get it in my grubby hands um, mm-hmm. on Blu-ray or whatever. Uh, but I'm willing to take that risk because I, I, I just love this movie so much. But I won't, I won't spend too much time talking about it because we spoke about this on the podcast already. I'm excited for part two as well. Yeah, I'm really excited for part two. I'm, I, yeah. I'm really, really genuinely excited. And my number two is Shang-Chi. Shang-Chi! 
My number is eight, seven, and six, apparently. Fucking love something. <laughs> it was amazing. Are you kidding me? Oh, my God. No, like, like, I'm not saying it wasn't amazing. Like, I loved it. Like, I have literally no faults with it. But my oh, top no. seven, or, well, my top six, sorry. I, I, oh, God. Were just hit me different. I can't, like, it's the, probably the most fun I've had at the cinema. Yeah. Apart from obviously yeah, number I, one. Yeah, this yeah, year, yeah. right? I had a lot of fun with it. I had a lot of fun. It was, fun oh my God, like, in terms of all the films, right, mm-hmm. like the Marvel films, I mean Marvel-centric films, that have come out this year, mm-hmm. I I wasn't really looking forward to this one as much. I was looking forward to Black Widow and I was looking yeah, forward to Eternals and obviously uh, mm-hmm. Spider-Man. But like, so I was like, oh yeah, I'll go see it. And I, I fucking loved it. Oh my god! Like, the, from from the beginning, the bus fight is a, one of the best actions. Ah, it's so good! It's so good. And even though, like, like you said, I mean, obviously we're talking about it because we, you know, um, you literally said some stuff earlier on as well. But like Trevor, the different characters, the ten rings are so powerful and they're so cool. Yeah. And I just really like the characters of Song Chi and and um, and the world that it's created and stuff. And and uh, obviously, I mean, the cinematography and, and the direction is incredible. Uh, Daniel. Uh, Daniel Dustin Critton no mm-hmm. Dustin Dustin Daniel Critton one yeah, of them yeah, right. yeah the director uh, yeah, yeah. no Critton 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 sorry at the, the, at the very beginning like, see when the, the Shang-Chi's mum and dad meet and the fight they have in the forest oh my god that looks beautiful yeah, so amazing. good the soundtrack as well is incredible yeah it is and I think like I'm I, I'm so excited to see the, the, the next because they're obviously going to make a second one the next Shang-Chi I just thought it, it was absolutely incredible um and another one of these films, which I went in to see, you know, like pretty blown away by. But our number one, Richard, right? I think we should say it at the same time because I'm, uh-huh. I'm pretty sure I know what it's going to be. Yes. Right? Uh huh. Okay. Unless you come out completely at a riff, left field and say, like, <laughs> my number one is Titanic. Uh-huh. <laughs> so uh, well, actually, I do love that movie. If you go into my letterbox, it's one of my top four movies. <laughs> wow, really? Oh, really? Yeah, yeah, I, I, I really love Titanic. Titanic. Yeah, I would watch Titanic reviews. I used to, um, I, uh, it's about what I was talking about. My aunt used to have it on DVD. I used to always borrow it. I don't know I why. I used to watch it as well. Mm-hmm. Oh, I don't know why it's I love it. I think I just love the, the disaster and the, the scope of it all. I'm just like, this is incredible. But uh, yes, our number one spot. But our number one, right? I think on the count of three, we should uh, say it together, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. One, right. two, three. Spider Man. Oh. What? Tech, tech, boom. I just loved it. I just loved it. 
I think I mean I mean we're purely biased, right? And like you said, oh, yeah, I think yeah. there's films on this list that are made that are made better. But I think mm-hmm. it, it tickles a particular nostalgic bone. Definitely, definitely. You know that, that we we grew up with these characters and stuff, mm-hmm. um, who appear in it, obviously the villains and everything. And um, um, but I just think that like it's 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 just such an incredible time at the cinema, especially when you see it with people with other people who are Spider-Man fans, and most of the people who have got to see it now. I don't yeah. know about our age or younger. Yeah, we'll have definitely. grown up with these films, you know. Exactly. And Especially I, I, yeah. Toby films as well. It's just ah. To- Toby Andrew films and, and all the villains and stuff. Mm-hmm. I just think I just genuinely think like it is. It's such a good film, and it's well yeah. deserved being number one. You know, I mean, like I said earlier on the podcast, I wonder if it stands the test of time. Mm-hmm. Like, see it in a year, but yeah. right now, as of right now, it's the number one. Yes. 100%. Uh, we still have some films to see for this year, by the way, but I, we do. I, yeah, I think. Because obviously, think the Matrix some, came out a couple of days ago. Matrix, King's Man, some of them on Boxing Day. But I don't think our list is going to change that drastically, if I'm being honest. Nah, um, not Yeah, but that, 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 is, that is our list. That is our the, list for the our year top so far. 10 of the year that um, we watched. That is it. That, that, and that, that's it, Richard. This is it. This is it from, for Christmas. From, from the top for for the year of 2021. 2021 um, has been a blast. We'll, it's we'll been a, be it's back been a blast. in January, though. We'll be back in January for, for a whole new heap of um, mm-hmm. podcast content. Mm-hmm. And we do have we do have quite a lot of stuff planned to do, to be fair. Oh, yeah. Uh, which I'm excited to get into. Which we won't, we won't secret talk. objects. I know. We won't talk about any of that stuff right now. because we're, we're No, let's tell them all. Let's tell no, them all. No, 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 no. We're getting no. married. We're getting married. I've learned from a good friend, Kevin Feige. So, um, we'll just... Um, we have a lot of things planned, which obviously yeah. we'll, we'll, we'll allude to more closer to the time. But, um, but overall, like, I just want to say thank you to everyone who's listened to us over the, so the past couple of months uh, towards the end of the year. Uh, we've loved doing it, and we hope that you've loved listening to it as much as as we have loved doing it. And um, yeah, and, and, and of course, uh, we've got to start saying with our, our social media, um, we've got to get that, that sort of stuff done. So Instagram, we have an Instagram ourselves, which is um, at from the top dot cast, which is all uh, lowercase, by the way. And same for me, which is at Craig K Barclay. And for you, Richard, mine is um, underscore Rich Phillips. That's it. And then my letterbox is Rich Phillips. Plug it again. Yeah, please give it a follow, guys. <laughs> and um, and yeah, so thank you again for for listening, guys. And uh, we obviously want to wish you. A Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. Definitely. Merry Christmas, guys. Merry Christmas, guys. We'll see you later. Bye-bye. Awesome. Bye.